flowers. Is this your first time coming in? Welcome. If you're back, we're happy to see you. I go by the name of Talk About. It's your boy Sire, aka Sire. Your boy Stash. Mr. Man 95. Thank you guys for tuning in for another week, another fly episode we have coming <coughs> to you guys. Like we always tell you, like, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a stranger. Um, how you guys feeling this week, man? We're we're a beautiful week. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired. I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're all, we're all, uh, we're all a little, not a little, a lot exhausted from yesterday. Yeah. I was telling Becca, I, was, I think I sat down for like, just like 10 minutes. Yeah, and yeah, after yeah. that, we was just walking around all day long. Yeah, that's a fact. You got some great footage, too. That was a great footage. Yeah, people who coming soon. For the folks who uh, are just now tuning in for the first time, um, you know, what we were talking about yesterday, we were privileged enough to be uh, able to get some media and press access to the uh, HBCU 4 Classic game between Howard University and Morehouse. Um, Howard smoked Morehouse. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Smoked yeah, the boots. Heavy smoke. Crazy. I, I don't know, man. I think yeah, it was uh, 34 zip. It was a lot to it. 31, 34 zip, something like that. Like, it, was, yeah, it, was, it was a lot. But more than that, though, like, I just loved like the vibe of everything. Yeah, was the the tailgating. Everybody was friendly. Like, it wasn't like, no, oh, like, you know how I'm, I'm Howard. Everybody was like showing love, black love. Um, it, was, it was a good time, man. Shout out to everybody who let us uh, hold them up. You know, that sounds crazy. Hold them on, let me rob them, right? Mm-hmm. Who uh, let us take their time and, and do, you know, interviews. Those of us who gave us, you know, more inside VIP access to a lot of stuff on the ground floor. We definitely truly appreciate that. It won't never go um, unthanked. So we definitely appreciate that. But also, more than anything else, um, I appreciate y'all. Like I said, I tell y'all that all the time. I appreciate you guys taking this journey along with me. Um, you know, we're building something phenomenal and great. Um, I guess the last bit of uh, update news. Yo, I'm going to my guy Sire, man. Hey, 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 Dope guests. Some people might have already seen this uh, young gentleman uh, on social media and the news and such. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, man? So, everybody, my name is Khalid Baum. I'm a recently new FDNY firefighter on New York's Davis. Also, on the side, have my little little hustle. Everybody's uh, Nutcrackers. Book underscore Nutcrackers. Got 22 flavors. I ship, I deliver. And it's, uh, it's good to be here with all these black bags, you know? Wow. You got 22 flavors and bread, one? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm nice. It's a little strong. All right. Mm-hmm. Nah, but I ain't no host, so I like, to like, I like my drinks. That's right, man. Well, I appreciate you bringing these in. This is the first time we're trying these out, and... Yeah, definitely. Definitely slap. Definitely slap. Did you say these are called baby makers? Yeah, they don't want to die. I can't recognize you. I don't want to pop the spill everywhere. There you go. Come on, you better jump, right? I did drink. I did drink. All right, that's it for the day. That's good. That's good. What's it about? Was that fruit candy? What's that? Yeah, at the bottom, I got some candy, some uh, gummy bears and worms. Okay. We'll probably do you in after that, too. Yeah, you know. That's the you have to come with those gummies. I mean, uh, I guess while, while we promote it, uh, 
Make sure you guys go on Amazon and cop our new composition notebook. Mm. These are some affirmations on the cover of the notebook. We got all colors. Well, we got like three, four colors. Nah. Yeah. Any color you think that you like, we definitely got it. And then there's going to be more to come with that, right? This is just the first installment of a line of products that we're going to have coming to you guys. Um, you know, inspiring the children. You know, Styles is the creative director behind this. And he's always said to me at the beginning of the show, right? Speaking affirmation to his children. And we, you know, transcended that into, you know, the notebooks. And that's going to transcend to other items, things of that nature. Following the suit and theme of, you know, continue to, you know, speak out positivity, not only to our children, but into one another. Um, so we're going to have things for the adults as well, for the educators who are out there. Listen, reach out to us, you know, if you happen to have a school full of kids and you want to do like a bundle package or something, so reach out to us, we'll be able to work something out for you guys. And um, like I said, we'll have the link in our bio. Um, it's on Amazon. So go ahead and support. And it's Prime, right? So, you know what I'm saying? They should be. Next day, they're coming around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might get the same day, some places. Yeah. Come on. And they brand new, so they print to order. So, you know, you're getting fresh copies, not no used copies from anybody. Yeah, I have the 795 truck. Yeah. I got wet, man. Nah, man. Listen, we got to be hustling, man. Like mixtapes. Out the back of the truck. Let us know any other ideas. Add more colors. You know. Um, gonna try to step it up and make it even better, you know, as the time goes. But uh like you know, like you said, nine five said is uh is pretty much my goal when I was creating it, it was more so just to give an open door. You know, you drop the kids off to school. That's that's it. At least they have some type of reminder or something that your parents are staying you while they're there. And of course adding more to it for just, you know, like I said, kids have anxiety and some type of issues while they're there, just wants to be reassurance to them. So yeah, so go ahead and support that. We appreciate that, That's man. Great. Like I said, you know, buy one, support your kids. If you don't got kids, you know, your neighbors, grandkids, nephews, nieces, nephews. Yeah. Honestly, you really just want, you really want to yourself. Yeah. Honestly, everything is a book. And no matter what you're doing in life, you need a book. Everything. Even, 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 even out of school, like, it's people that have to, like, do sports better. People, like, you, you can write your best down. Yeah, for all the bookies yeah. out there. Yeah, 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 you yeah, yeah, books. I gotta hold you. That might be the scariest bookie because he's so calm. Like, yeah, this is my notebook. Yeah, you owe me two thousand dollars next week. Okay, not break a leg. Um, so kind of kicking off the episode, you know, um, you know, I guess Khalid Kurt. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you know you are now part of you know NYPD's bravest. Um, also want to take a moment. Last week, obviously, with the the twenty first. Damn, 21st yeah, anniversary yeah, yeah. of 9-11. Uh, so for all of those who were affected by that, I know everybody in New York City in the area, we all felt that and we all went through that. Especially the firefighters um, who are down on ground zero taking care of business like you guys normally do, right? What made you decide to be a firefighter? Like, how did you, did you wake up and say, yeah, I'm going to go run into fire? <laughs> you know what's crazy? What's up? Uh, Seth. Are we asking now? He says he wants to be a firefighter. I don't know how, why. I went to the firehouse, man. Does he got fire patrol? I don't know. He doesn't know fire patrol. But I I don't know where he is when he's out. He's going to be a firefighter. That's crazy. He's going to stay in He's going to change his mind, bro. That's good. It's good to start young man to get ideas that, you know, on life. But how I started was um I was in college, um upstate New York. And it was a volunteer. Firefighters came. They had us try on the the bunker gear. Um, put out like a simulation fire and everything. And I don't know, something just clicked, and it was, I was like, you know, I think I want to do this. So I just took um, 
information, look look on how to apply and everything. So when I got back home, it was like 2017. Test went out. Scored a decent score. Scored a one on one. Um, my my list number is like in the two thousands. And then like five years later, they hit me back up. Like that's a long process. Mm-hmm. But it was just because of that spark of interest at college that made me like, oh, I think I want to do this. And that's how, uh, you know, I just took, took it around with it. So in your mind, so, all right, so you're in college, right? Um, and, you know, you do, you do this and you kind of see that some interest in that. Now, after you took the test and everything, were you like checking online periodically? Like, yo, are they going to call me where my list number's at? Or were you just like out of sight, out of mind, and then it just happened for you? No, I was, I was still checking, but um, you know what you know the process is going to take some time like the process could take up to four years but this with this test it was COVID so COVID kind of prolonged it a little longer mm. but you already know then you have people and I guess like in your circle that that's been taking the test too they'll hit you up randomly with like oh like your list number is this or they up to this list number then they got like a Facebook group and telling people like oh I'm list number 1000 XX and then you're like okay you know where the process is going so you just know like ah your time is coming soon and also the FDNY they'll like contact you to start working out and everything like we're having a mobile academy. Oh, yeah, at the Rock. They call, um, that's Randall's Island. Randall's they call it the Rock. Uh, you come through. So you're going and you just, you know, start working out the way firefighters work out before you even on the job. Just to get your, you know, some ideas. Because you're going to have some people that's going to just quit. Like, oh, this is not for me. So, you know, they try to weed out the weak ones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I took a few episodes ago. I, I, I took the test. I passed it. Mm-hmm. And I just, like, the effort. I was young. I was like 18, 19. I'm, uh, I'm like, damn. Yeah, so, you know, they do that, though. Then the academy, though, alone is brutal. Like, you got the eyes is just yelling at you for no reason. You know, they just trying to, you know, see. Like, you mentally. Like, army type shit? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm paramilitary. Okay. They just try to make sure you're mentally strong because when, when the shit hit the fan, you know, you got to still know what you're doing. You got to, you know, not back out or, you know, just shake up. Right. So, so let's do, do like 2,000, right? So, let's go. 2,000 people. Basically, because you graduated with how many? I graduated with a, uh, our list number was, we started with 340, we graduated with 291. Okay, but you was at 2000. So that means it worked from 2000, I'm nah. including you. How did it work? So, I say, maybe they have different classes. Uh, they try to do like two classes a year. And then, um, you know, they they can go through about like 500 candidates to get 300. You know, because people, they can either like, they're not physically fit or some just drop out. So they'll just keep going down the list number until they have the number that they want for for a class. So they'll just keep going. Um, seventy thousand people took my took my test. Okay. So they're just going up until they take the next test, which is in twenty twenty five. Um. So until then, they'll just keep going down the list numbers until the new test comes out, and then whoever they didn't reach to. They so I did So you so basically two thousand out of seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. Do they still give the other people opportunities, or yeah, they keep going. Cut off. Once they got their class, or yeah. So yeah, once once the class comes, um, it stops at wherever they stop at. But you know, the people behind who didn't get called yet, it's still yeah, um, the next class. Right, right. Yeah, they can get the next class unless you know, like I said, until twenty twenty five, they'll start a whole new test. So whoever they didn't reach for my test, that's it. Oh wow! Oh yeah, you can take the test over if you're twenty nine or under. Once you twenty, once you thirty or, or over, you can you can um apply the test no more. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Because yeah, right now I took the sanitation test. Mm-hmm. I, I passed it. I've been past it. They literally reached out to me like May this year. I'm like, yeah, like, I know. I was relocated and everything, and they like they want me to do the physical. Relocate back. 
But the suits us, man. They they take too long, though. Yeah, and I was like, when I was when I was like seventeen thousand or something. So I'm crazy. The only crowd was like, I'm not calling me seventeen thousand people ahead of me. Yeah. The only test that I've I've heard or I've experienced that I know that that actually moves rather quickly is the NYPD's test. Because like I like when I wasn't working, I took the test. I got a score, whatever. I forget one score. It was pretty good. But anyways. Yeah, I didn't have. Hmm? It was pretty low. It's pretty not pretty good. good. But I, I didn't. Um, I didn't even have a chance to get a list number. Like I think I took the test in like how did we say the first week of May? Like the end of May, they were just like, "All right, here's your score. Go ahead, here you go. Oh, you let's go. But I, I, and I was like, I think I told you story like before. Like I, they sent me a certified letter. And I was like, all right. I don't know, man. Now you never told me the story. Yeah. So, I was like, all right, this is right. This is at the time I was working like as a as a like a um a contractor with a condo. I wasn't even in the company yet. So I was like, all right, let me see. Because right across the street from my, where we were working was is where the academy is in College Point. So mm. I was like, mm, I don't know. Because you know, growing up when we grow up, with a lot of stigmas of being a cop and all that stuff playing in the back of your head. I'm like, I screw this. I ain't gonna do it. They sent this next letter like two weeks later. Make come up. And I'm talking to Becca, I'm talking to my mom. You know, my mom, the Haitian woman, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't look for me, for me, please. Okay. But Becca was like, nah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to have to worry about you coming home at night, da, da, da. And I got, because I understood that. Like, mm-hmm. you're a cop, you're there, somebody, you just walk in and get some chicken. Somebody, like, mm-hmm. it's just, it, it, it's a lot. And then when I got the third letter, they're like, well, there's a final notice. <laughs> you this or not. And I kept applying for job with Kanye. I wasn't getting nothing. So you're like, shit. So I filled the shit out, and I'm like, certified mail. Like, I'm bringing it to the post office. The same day, I'm ready. Right after work, I'm going to go to the post office. I got an email from Kanye. Like, oh, they accepted my post. I'm looking this up. And that, that's exactly what happened. That's still so clear that that happened. And like now, nine years later, I'm in my career, and that's what ever happened. But it is what it is. So I'm going to be crazy. Yeah. What's crazy is I, I, like, I've been told growing up to take these yeah, exams, but I never took them. I never took that one exam. I never took it. It's, it's, it's weird. I didn't even take the SAT, bro. I'm not about to pay the bill. What the hell? So getting back to, to that, right? So obviously you, you passed and all that kind of stuff. Is that whole like Proby life like real? Yeah, yeah. You can walk in your boat, call the boats now. Proby life is real. Depending on what house you're in, depending on, you know, your peers. Probably experience can be different for each probably. Um, I'm in a predominantly black house, which is, which is pretty good. But, you know, you can have some of those black people that still want to be hard-ass. Because yeah. when they came in, it was, it was hard on them. So uh, it was like, I was now. in high school, and now they got some power. <laughs> <laughs> so, nah, so it's like, yeah, in the firehouse, you know? In the firehouse, they that on. In the firehouse, they that on a bunch of white people, and they eat hard on the black people. So then now they, they like to see them in now, so they just... This is what they're used to. Mm-hmm. This is what they know. But um, my house is pretty good. Um, you know, I mean, this so is like, house, your house well, well, I'm in um, engine two two seven single engine in Brooklyn, right. right between Dean and Bergen. Mm-hmm. Um, but my house is pretty good. Um, That's your house? Yeah. That's a lot of fun for my school. Yeah, man, like that. Like make it make a field trip for the kids. Yeah. You never know. You might walk interest in a young lady, young young man who might want to be a firefighter one day. You talking about the, the, the high school kids? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? You don't know that. Uh, Using college and that happened. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, I know we asked. Uh, you're a father, right? Yeah. Uh, I have a, a one year old daughter. She'll be two in August. Okay. You know? So, question What is your mindset on 
Because this, this is new. Because you started, right? Yeah. What was your, the thought process of starting this new career and becoming a dad? Well, you know, um, the process, um, the thought process, like, I already had it before when she was even born. So yeah. 2017, I took the test. She was born in 2020. But, um, when she was born, though, I was just like, I, I had to make sure that I do have some secure, you know, some, some security, 401k, mm-hmm. and I was just still waiting for the, um, for the job. And like I said earlier, how, like, timing is crazy. So my, my lady, she wanna she wanted to move to Virginia. She's from Vermont. And like the New York life is not really for her. Mm-hmm. Too much. Too and um so we wasn't hearing nothing from the FDNY. So um twenty was it twenty twenty? The summer we was like twenty twenty one, the summer we was like, alright, if I don't hear nothing from the FDNY, you know, we'll pack our bags and go to Virginia. We the next day. Heard from them. Next day. So real quick, so what were you? Like, what was the plan then? Like, are you gonna move to Virginia? Did you guys have like that work lined up? Like, yeah. So we both have family out there. Okay. Um, I got family. Um, my cousin he owns um used car dealerships. A couple of them. Okay. So you know he'll help me with a job. And she got family that own pizza shops. They said they'll hook up with a job. Oh, until, okay, that's good. You know, until we figure out something. Let me say, let me say, say, pack up and go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, but that was a backup plan. But like, like I said, God had different plans. The next day, they, they, you know, they contacted me. So it was like I'll be staying. So now the process, I'm like, all right, cool. We, I got a daughter. I'm, a, I'm engaged. I got a fiance. Um, so you know, we were just working on things. Um, on how like I know with the plan. You know, so the plan is, you know, marriage. Which was um, we plan to get married next year. Uh, get in the house, you know, just for our daughter, and just give us some space because you know New York City apartments is sure. Yeah, New York City apartments nothing. So that was just the plan. You know, then uh, FD, uh, like in the long run, like top pay is, is good, six figures. So I'm like, that's that's a good plan just for one person. You know, then I still have my significant other with her job. So coming together, you know, that was just the plan. You know, with my daughter, I just you know every day, just hopefully I come home. So that was that was prior to your daughter being here you mm-hmm. actually you know in the field now yeah. that you're in the field like how do you balance like the stress your job i yeah. can imagine is stressful yeah, yeah it is. and it's like you got to think on your feet it's not like i mean my job i don't know about y'all you don't do shit that's a great question like the stress of that because like you're choosing to, like, you're choosing to consciously say, I'm going to move to a dangerous place, but I can go to at, at, yeah. at any moment, knowing that I have, at the time when you applied, obviously you didn't have your daughter, but now you have fiance, you have your daughter, like, I, cause, like, I work a stressful job, and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it's nearly as dangerous as what you guys do, cause, like, you're choosing to go to that fire. Too. I don't know when fire is gonna come from it. <laughs> right. So, like, like, to Steve's question, like, how do you, right. Do that knowing that you got so, a lady at home. Whatever that balance it is, you know, uh, firefighters, you know, it's, it's a family as well. So you just make, you, you try to make sure that everybody's doing what they're doing. It's just, it's just all trust, you know, make sure everybody's in the right position, everybody's in the right place. And it's just, it's just pure trust. And you just want to make sure you um, like you put yourself in a, a safe predicament. You know, you have, you have, everybody have videos. So if you do get into some trouble, you could like let, let somebody know, I, I'm in this situation. Mayday, mayday, you know, help me out or whatever. Um, you have a, you have like a PSS. It's, it's just a safety system where like you need to bail out. You know, if you can't get out, you lost or whatever. There's a window. 
crack the window open and then you just like you put your your PSS in the window and you just basically freelance it down, yeah, and with nothing else except that. So now you gotta hope that that shit don't fall out the window with you because you're gonna free fall. But yeah, there's a lot of saving systems to try to help you out the best way you know it could. But you know, it's just, do you ever have like whether it be a fire, whatever the situation is, something that like just hits harder than others, and then now you gotta go home because. I can imagine how hard it is to like maybe see somebody like a loss of life mm-hmm. or a tragedy and then you got to go home. How do you decompress or detach if you even can? Right. Like walk us through that process for you or somebody yeah. maybe you know. So me personally, so we are certified first responders. So we do EMS runs as well. So honestly, the most heartbreaking ones are the EMS runs. If you go to a house and there's a DOA or someone is in um, a respiratory arrest and you have to, you know, Basically, try to get, bring them back, and if they don't come back, and then they get the family is hysterical, or you know, that's like the most hard. And then for me, my most uh, like heartbreaking one was a seven month old baby girl. Mm. Yeah, that that hit home. That hit, you know, that hit, that hit me. God. Yeah, and um, you know, the mother, you know, hysterical was rightfully so. And the way I just um cope, I had to talk about it. Uh, there's some people that say you know like leave the job after job, mm. but yeah, you know, people can get messed up. So I just went home and I talked to my lady, you know, and we just, you know, we spoke about it, called my mom, we spoke about it, and that's how I, you know, get through the day or get through certain situations. I got to talk it out. I can't, can't bother it. Does, does the FBNY offer, I guess, like, counseling, counseling or psych, stuff like that? Yeah, they do, they, and they pay for it too and all that, you know, so, you know, they got a number for it and all, if you, if you need it, they got it, which is a good thing. Yeah. That's, that's admirable, because honestly, I feel like I would be scared, like, like, I've gone through situations, like I said, not comparing, but this scary situation is in life. And I'm scared to go home and talk about it because not the fear that you're just saying it to somebody else, but saying that, telling them that. And now they are uneasy and they can't sleep at night when I'm right. out or when I'm at work, they don't know what's going on. So now I feel like I'm burdening them right. with my choices. And so I tend to just hold all of that in. Rather than I put that on on them, do you guys ever feel that way? Yes, that's that's a way. That's that's another way of looking at it. Now, I, I honestly haven't thought about that. You know, putting a burden on my lady or my mom's, um, because I don't know. Well, you know, my situation is just like well, we are one. So you know, she she tells me about her day or what she going through. I, I just tell her about mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never thought about you know giving them a burden on something that I'm experiencing now. Yeah. They're fearing what they're thinking about something that happened to me. Well, I'm hoping that I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. What I was thinking, like, what he said, but in reality, you already have a job that's dangerous. I'm pretty yeah. sure your 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 family, who everyone around you, already has that. You know that thought. That thought. Yeah, you you're going to fight a fire. Like, yeah. so like you know, then I think not to sound like that, but like. That experience that you're experiencing, seeing it, they're mm-hmm. already in their mind, probably already been playing it. So you're just kind of going to your safety net, I guess, mm-hmm. in a sense, because you already know, like yeah. I said, your wife, your soon to be wife, your 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 family, your daughter's gonna do the same. Like they mm-hmm. knowing that. So I get, I get what you're saying too. You say you're bringing the burden, but it's like I agree too. What you say is like I'm just talking about my day. You already know my day consists of you know I'm fighting the fire by the end of course. But then this outside of that, it's not the fire. This yeah. is now uh, the human part of you, not the, the yeah. environment. Not, not the job. It's the, yeah. Yeah, it's the human. Yeah. Another question, right? What's like the rope schedule being a firefighter? And how do you balance the rope schedule with 
big like family. Alright, so the work schedule, um, I get a lot of questions about it. So it was um two days so it was a uh, it's, it's only two tours. It's either a day tour or a night tour, which is either nine AM to six PM or six PM to nine AM. So there's no you know other and other shifts. So you work two two day tours, um nine AM to six PM you get one day off. Then you work two night tours, which is six PM to nine AM you get three days off. Mm. But when you work your day tour, you have a mutual partner that works a night tour. So you can, if I'm going to work 24 hours straight, so you will work one 24 hour, your mutual partner work another 24 hour, you'll get more days off in between because you're not working two days in a row now. You're just working a full 24 hour shift. Mm. Um, so um, if you want to take trips or whatever, you can have someone, you can swap shifts with other people in Firehouse where you can get basically a week, two weeks off because you're swapping shifts. Someone works for you, you work for them whenever. So it's no real schedule. It's like, it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, in a sense of, like, say six months, you're like, hey, this is what you got for six months. And we say you were swapping somebody, and you're like, okay, if I, if I work, if I take six days from you, mm-hmm. I could be up six days type of thing. Yeah. It don't really, it don't really matter how you do it. Nah, as long as someone's in that, that day, that, that, that spot, yeah. Day, you get, is, 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 there, is there a cap? Like, so they say your mutual partner, like, they work at 24. Mm-hmm. They can't work, can they work more than 24 hours? They're supposed to. Uh, you technically, they're supposed to work more than 24 hours, but sometimes it could, you could work three tours in a row. Um, if more than hours, hours, yeah, seventy-two hours. That's what I heard. No, that's uh, what, 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 twenty-four. Either twenty-four, either plus nine or plus fifteen hours. It's just another shift. It's just the next shift oh, okay. over. So Got first, it. the day tour is only nine hours, and the night tour is only fifteen hours. So if you look at twenty-four, depending mm-hmm. on the next tour, if it's a day tour, it's just added nine, or if it's a night tour, it's just added fifteen. Yeah, because um, the way he explained it was you you get two days and then you're off, right? So someone else already has that schedule, so you can't mm-hmm. basically take someone else's schedule because they're not your, like your mutual partner. I guess. Yeah. Well, I understand the mutual. If that kind of you have your mutual partner taking multiple of your shifts, yeah. or whatever. That's why I was asking. It's like you said, we want to take a trip or something like that. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah. like, but you, still, if you're taking a trip, you can split it to everyone in the house. Anybody, anybody, anybody in the house, anywhere. Oh, anywhere. Anywhere. No people. Oh, they'd be like, yo, like, you, like, you working that day. They say now. They'd be like, ah, you know, you can bring it towards me. They'll, no, they'll take a tour. So now you owe them a tour. But they're, they're covering you. Yeah, that's the so you yeah. have to work at that firehouse, though. Yeah. So you work at, so you work at somebody in detail. You work at somebody else's firehouse. Um, but that's fine. No, because right there, like, I don't know. Somebody told, I don't know if somebody told me this or I just put this in my head. I thought, like, how I work was, like, you, firefighters work, like, two, three days mm-hmm. straight. And like have like three, four days off. Yeah, right. work two, two days straight. I heard that too before I got on. Yeah, that's gonna be more than mine. Shit. Yeah. So how? Yeah. 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 You can make the schedule work for you. Yeah, um, nah, we make the schedule work for you. But prior to back, what you were saying, like the probie life, but probie says for the first six months you can't do mutuals. You gotta work your tours. You gotta work your straight tours. Yeah, that's right though. Um, which sucks though. Yeah. Right, that sucks. I don't know what you do. Um, but now I'm, I'm, I'm doing no swaps. Nah, you can't, you can't even work with your mutual partner. You gotta work with your foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, my captain, he, he blessed us six months. So I just, I just hit six months. So now I'm able to do my 24 mutual partners and everything. How long is, I'm sorry, how long is your probationary? Probationary is 18 months. But it starts while you're in the academy. So when you, once you graduate the academy, it's like, it's like, uh, like 13 months after. I have about like seven months left. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. How long is the academy? The academy is 18 weeks. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my probationary period ends in April. Okay. Yeah. Is it when you're in the academy? Is it because I only other? I mean, we're hy- hypothetical because I, I don't know for sure, right? 
you're not allowed to do anything else. So like yeah. you can't have any outside work and that kind uh, of stuff. You don't so have well, you got to get paid through the yeah. so salary starts. Yeah, the salary starts the day you start the academy. Uh, but the academy is a certain group. It was like 12 hours a day, five days a week. You, have, you literally don't have time to do nothing. If your body is shot, um, you got to you know, you gotta be there, I think, like two hours before the academy even starts. <laughs> yeah, so if the academy starts at 7, you got to be there at 5. And then when you're leaving, you're leaving like at 6 or 7 o'clock. Two hours. You leave on day two. day two. day one. So you got Are you with me from Brooklyn? Yeah, I'm born and raised in Brooklyn. Yeah. So going from Brooklyn to 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 Randall's Island, it's it's annoying. Yeah, it was. I mean, you're like right next to Randall's Island? Yeah. You can see it. You can see it on Randall's Island, though. But, um, I mean, it wasn't bad. Going in the morning wasn't bad. There was no traffic. Coming, coming home. Coming I mean, back. I mean, yeah, 4 in the morning. I right, cool, but 6 o'clock in the evening. Yeah, that bad, bad, bad. Oh, you're not staying there. No, you commute every day. Coming forth. I'm definitely late. I'm definitely late. And you got to get up on the all of the other my name. You because when he and I do for them, like, well, the department I used to work in, where he currently works in, right, we we tr- we do a, a one-time training with that thing while we do trench rescues. Okay. Right? So they have to take our, like, work trucks up there mm-hmm. and then work with you guys, see what you got to do. And so I'm driving, like, driving up there and then I'm walking past where you guys are and I'm like, what's that? And the academy was happening and they call it, um... I don't have the right term for it, but I guess the smoke room or mm-hmm. the smoke or whatever. Smokehouse. Yeah. Yo, they open that joint up and people walking out and they're just black smoke. I said, mm, this ain't for Chris, bro. Because mm. <laughs> mm. I heard, mm. yeah, I mean, I believe it's true. Mm-hmm. The fire, and, and people die of fire, the fire almost never killing people. It's always the smoke. Yeah, you can't breathe. Yeah, it's not the And even if you do breathe, it can get in your lungs and then cause issues in the, in the, yeah. so speaking of smoke, right? Obviously, uh, the resident firefighter here. You, um, for people who are not that you are a firefighter, right? Mm-hmm. For people who are at home, families, even people who are single, often, whatever the case may be, what are some things that you didn't have at home or didn't notice at home, mm-hmm. and now that you know better, you would encourage people to have or do for emergency mm-hmm. preparedness? Right. So you know, like fire blankets was was, was my first main um, thing that I needed to get. My house for my family. Where, where did you get fire from? Fire from? I had a home 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 home. Home. Oh, well, Amazon. Amazon, everything. Honestly, in this plug, Amazon also has our building. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I, I don't think nobody I know how to fire plug in house. Yeah, so. Nah, I, mean, I, I didn't know about it. I didn't have any idea. So it's a blanket that can hold more heat than a regular blanket. I mean, it can still get burnt or whatever, but it's just. It could just protect you a little bit longer. Than the is it just a regular that you have on, or you have, to, you have them separate in a closet and you go grab? I would say, I would say, like having nearby, like hung up or something. You know, just somewhere okay. close where it's easy to grab. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If there's a fire, I'm looking for a blanket. No, 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 no. Not saying go to the next room and get stuck. You got to put a blanket on. I'm not saying. I'm not saying our house. You can grab it. Having no blanket. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying go there with no blanket. Oh, she's gonna die. I'm not saying get a blanket and just hold it with that. 
Now I'm saying go. Yeah, do it and go because like if you say you like you have to like run through a fire something real quick, though. That'll help. It'll help you know protect you a little bit more because people are not like Yeah, but like let's say let's say your only exit is between the fire between only you and the exit. But you gotta get through that shit. If you, if you had to break it real quick, you just jump in and walk it up. Bro, it's not a hot hot. It wasn't even a break So the fire blankets, right? So obviously you can just, I guess, search on Amazon for yeah. fire blankets, things of that sort. What else would you recommend? Um, have a sharp tool, you know, because like, if you have to break a glass, the window or something. like you know, plug. Something. If you, if you have to break the window. You know, you get an accident that guy at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems like a little crazy. You get out of everything with that shit. Something wrong the whole team. あ、これはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれはこれ
door that's self closing. That's what I was saying. It's supposed to be a lot of uh, a lot of fire fire protected um buildings is supposed to be the automatic closing door. Mm. But you know, some people they don't make adjustments to it where it just yeah. don't close yeah, or whatever. Like, I'm pretty good on the two weeks. Yeah, you know, so you know, it's crazy. On TikTok recently, I love TikTok. I'll be honest. <laughs> so a dude was like his door, his front door, of his house doesn't. When you open it, it don't don't close automatically. Mm-hmm. And like he, he's like a mechanic, like only call him what, a handyman, whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, they called me out to fix this, and I charged him two fifty for this. And all I needed was like the hinge, something with the hinge. He took it out mm-hmm. to the opposite. He was like, this cost eight dollars, <laughs> and my labor is two hundred and forty two dollars to do this. Well, yeah, that's 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 that was just something simple that he said the door he took it the hinge out and put it like opposite and put it on the screen or something mm-hmm. and it, it closed easy without a problem. And I'm like, now you're saying that I'm thinking like damn because my house door, I'm thinking about it and I open the door, it, it closes up it, it, yeah. it, I open it all stays open mm-hmm. it comes back automatically. Yeah, but that and that's the kind of door you want though too. Just just in case if a fire do happen, you know, like that's, that's where it's like, you know, fire, you know, not being in this world, you'll you just hear certain stories and you'll be like, you know, like, people don't think about firefighters, like, what they got to go through, because, like I said, we running in, um, so if someone do leave the door open and we're trying to get there, that's just making the circumstances even worse, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, they, like I said, clearly, we know what's going on. Closing the door, closing the door, it helps, it just helps the situation. Well, that's the obvious things that people should have in their house, like a fire extinguisher, which honestly, people don't. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's true, but it's so good that there'll be, like, a hallway and everything. Yeah, and um, fire even, like, like, even like your cook, like you see through on TikTok, like somebody's cooking bacon and a fire starts and going through water on. It. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, I think it's just people like just lack of, lack of not knowing, yeah. or, uh, or whatever. Um, obviously you said you're, you're your father, right? And that that's a that's an important thing for children. Is there any is there any way or anything or lessons that you would like sort of start teaching your children from early on for like fire or just emergency safety? Yeah, so, you know, like, everything that we learned, you know, growing up, like you said, stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, work. It, it could, I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, I don't know what you said. Nah, 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 I don't know what you said. It could. I don't know what you said. It works better. Every fire is different, you know what I mean? But, like, you have, like, like say your shirt catch on, shirt catch on fire, clothes catch on fire, whatever. And then, you know, you start, you rolling on it, you know, it's, it's smelling it, it's pulling it out. But, like, when it's... The city got like like body oil or some shit on you, like your skin is now oh, oily yeah. and now fire get on you. That's mm-hmm. not that is not gonna work. But that's why it tells me that natural fibers at work. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so in certain situations that all right, that thing like that, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That it it's I'm dead. I'm dead. Everybody, 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 I don't know, because, you know, some children is just hard-headed. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't tell them one thing, they're going to do the opposite. That's kids' natural thing. They're going to wait till their ass get burnt, and then they're going to figure it out. They're going to feel it, but, you know, we're done. I'm saying. Some them all. I, 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 I don't know. The child, you know, the child is, stay from anything hot. Stay away from the stove. Don't play with the stove. Don't play with matches. You know, just the outlets be it. Yeah. Now, let you a lot of outlets fire now, too. Now, these, now, a lot of e-bikes. When e-bikes, batteries start to blow up. Right. Right. You get a lot of fire for, for those. Well, I was still, I remember, um, somebody was saying, you know, now, um, the world is more so going into the direction, like, um, uh, what they call them, electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. So I know they're saying that, uh, like, you guys are more trained into the, you know, regular gas fire mm-hmm. of a car, but then are you guys getting that training now? Because the battery power, they're starting to do some training, like, not everybody, um, has that training yet, because mm-hmm. it's still brand new, so they, basically, shit, has to happen 
Negatively, to feel like to start right now, what will work? Well, that was blow my ball man's own. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I realize it's not smart. I mean, I mean, it's not average. I just noticed you cannot mix like the the electric cars by the gas station. Who would think that like you could do that? Park it by there. Oh, park it there. Like you know, people go over there. Some of them gas station. Y'all got gas. I got a Tesla. I'm selling them by y'all. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking at ion battery. Those that that don't mix well with gasoline. Actually, how I know because I work with battery stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do with a hybrid car? But hybrids is running with gas and yeah. and electric. So you walk around on the yeah, yeah, you mess with like, batteries with the ion batteries, and you also work with stuff that's gas and diesel stuff. Mm-hmm. And they make certain stuff real clear to not mix. Don't have certain things there, certain yeah, things. Exactly. An explosion can happen yeah. like that. There's nothing to do about it. Right. Okay. A lot of it with those electric vehicles or anything electric, they're, they're con- continually shooting off. Uh, yeah, it's not um, going to stop. I don't know, but basically shooting off shots, you can say, of, of electricity. So even if it's not being used, it's, it's, it's still there. So it's like, it in the gas station, the fuse is there. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when you use your gas pump, when it's done, it's done. They're not continually doing it. And they step, they step the same way. That, that thing is like, always those things are continuing on. It could be it, you could just not have it in the vehicle or mm-hmm. like your battery in your phone, and it's, it will it will oh. Hold on, hold on. It's a safety question. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but like I have a torch right in my work van, right? Like I use it to like burn stuff when I need to. Mm-hmm. Like coals? Yeah, similar. It was bigger though, a little, little bigger. So because I use my van, I put the blue bottles. Huh? Blue bottles, blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put them on the the there. Yeah, so could it be pressurized? It is pressurized. See, yeah, that's the thing. So I should keep it not. When I'm not using it, keep it. You should unplug it. Unplug it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought of that because I, I had a plug. <laughs> I was driving. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, you're also not allowed to drive in tunnels. Yeah. Listen, I know not not I I not not Something that that keeps it steady. Oh, yeah, like I, I said, you don't want to roll them around or whatever. Did I just have to answer the pressurized things? I think it's like it's good, but I, I might I might strap it down somewhere. I might I might. <laughs> might. No, you know, it's good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they sell holders or whatever. I remember when you were working together. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, saying, I'm we have the we have the twenty guys that sell things or whatever. But then when you have the the handheld ones, they had the. By ocean now, you have to you have to put them in a slot so that they don't move around. All right, because I'm, I'm that happens. And also, the other issue with that rolling around is like even like your doors, right? Like you see, like in the winter time, it might be a little different, and then in the summertime, it might swell up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now you got to look when the pressure gauge is on those. It fluctuates based yeah. on how the weather is. That's how you know it. Like, that's that's the like, 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 I used to have like what is that like five six propane just. Exactly. We had the holders and everything is in place. But nah, I, I don't, be, I'm just living life. Yeah, yeah you know what's gonna happen? You're like, oh shit, do it well. I'm gonna I'm gonna find. I ain't a lot. I'm not in a cage right now. Like, but it's 
I'm just like, bro, I'm going to say zip tie. They're like, bro, I like Velcro tie. Just Velcro with everything. They're not moving like that. Like, 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 come and go pay for that. I'm, I'm, I'm not, like, I mean, not you, but tell them to do that. No, I'm going to go buy it, and I tell them after I buy it. So we got this. So before we go, a final question I have for you. Um, Would you recommend your career field to other young black men, black and brown men out there? And if you would, okay, explain why you would. Because um, the the job is is... It's moving in a more diverse direction. You know, it's, it's um, a lot of a lot of um, houses. Like I said, my house is predominantly black, and then we have a another house that's like ninety percent black. And they they name it called Chocolate City because. That sounds a little sketchy to me. Nah, it's all connected in um a St. John's. Yeah, that firehouse. But they 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 nickname is Chocolate City because it's. Blacks took over, and you know, so when you run to them, you know, they just talk about, you know, like they want more, more, you know, brothers or sisters on the job. Um, a lot of uh people they got held back because of their skin color, you know, before right. they were just trying to get a certain amount just to say that we have, I know, whatever. But now it's like, like, um, they have a lawsuit and everything. The doors, so the doors open over yeah, people of color. So the doors open for people of color. So I will recommend it because it's honestly it's a good career to, you know, to be in. It's a, it's a, it's a brotherhood, it's a sisterhood, it's a family as well. Um, you get the, you get to meet people that you want, you know, you want to run into. You know, you get to know the other side of the job. You get to know some more safety measures and everything. You know, so I would recommend it. You know, then there's always, uh, you know, avenues or people to talk to just to get their perspective on the job. Now, not just one person, but there's a whole community of, you know, black people. You know, just let you know because at the end of it may not be for some some people, but it may be for some people. Right. You know, you never know. You never know. Well, we appreciate you, man. And, uh, you know, once again, shout out your brand. Yeah, it's Brooklyn Nutcrackers. Brooklyn Nutcrackers. Right. Um, and so, at the end of every episode, what we do is um, each person gives uh, a dad and tip of the week, right? Um, it can be something fatherly related, something related to being a man, whatever it is, a tip out there that you can give to help protect you better somebody else. My tip would be, you know, um, if you if you stay with your lady, help the lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you know a lot of mothers they they feel like they put the burden on themselves because I'm the mother. Nah, like you know, be there for your lady. I would say, you know, change extra diapers, baby your child, like more. Just be there, be more present with with your child. You know, just let the child know that they have both parents. Let you know, let your significant other know that you know they're not doing it by themselves. You know, that would be the only tip I would have. Because me, me and my lady, we, you know, we deal with our daughter. I, I, I'm like, well, I don't know how single mothers do it. Or single parents. I don't know mm-hmm. how single parents do it. Like, you need both. Because one is exhausted. The other is there to help and vice versa. So, I would just say, you know, be, like, in a relationship, be, be a consistent co-parent. That would be my tip. So, Fire. Okay. Anybody got something they want to go? Um, my dad and tip of the week. Uh, open your child's eyes to all sorts of opportunities. We probably said this before on the show, but um, there's a lot of careers out there that you know are untapped, untouched. That our black and brown kids are are now given opportunities that you know we didn't have or anyone else didn't have. So just open their eyes to these you know different opportunities, whether it's um. Like, I watch a lot of TV, and it's like, I never thought, like, 
I think it would be fun to be an FBI agent. <laughs> but like growing up, I never thought about being an FBI agent. Mm-hmm. But I'm not watching TV and all that. Like, yeah, that looks cool. Like, I would like to do that or a CIS uh, person or, or forensics or something like that. Like, I don't think they have those options because growing up, it was you know, especially living in the Haitian household, you're a lawyer, doctor, or you know, something in the medical field, which I didn't even choose because you know, I, I, I do my own thing. Well, just open their eyes up to all these other opportunities. So Steph, right now, at three years old, want to be a firefighter. So I'm gonna, um, you know, discourage her. He got a cousin that's a firefighter. So yeah, I mean, he might want to still do it because his cousin's a firefighter, or he might decide that he don't want to do it because there's other opportunities out there. Right now, um, right now the internet is taking over. Like mm-hmm. anything online is going. They don't even have to be like in college. Be, uh, yeah. junior high school kids that have that money out. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think I, I want stuff to go to college because I, I feel like college for me. I, I went to college, I experienced it. Yeah. My lady went to college, she experienced it. But I feel like for both of us, it was a total, well for me personally, it was a total waste of money. I yep. feel the same. I don't. It's like. Huh? You don't, I, 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 don't, don't I, I don't disagree with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like... I, I, tell you, I tell you all the time. I feel... I mean, it, sound, like, it sounds weird, but I feel like me paying for my degree, the benefit of it was the friends who I call family now. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, and, that, and like, it's like, like, I just paid for that. Other than that, like, like what I do for a living has nothing to do with the degree that I went to school for. <laughs> and if I would have continued to stay in that path, yeah. I would not have made, I would be able to make the same kind of way that I'm now doing what they do and I would be way more stressed. But like I feel like I, I feel like I'm owed a refund. I do yeah. personally. I, I feel like someone has to pay that. Money back job, even that. I also feel like I should have been a little bit more delinquent because I don't own shit back now. Now they let people get like off the come on, so like, like you own shit. Now they're I'm up to seventy thousand right now. Jeez. So well that is a belief so something that you mentioned, right? Um you say when you go home you have that conversation, you tell your lady how your day was, right? Mm-hmm. Me personally, more often than not, when I go home from work, especially like when I was working in the field, working in on the ground, overhead on electric lines and stuff of that nature, every day I was like, it was cool. Mm-hmm. There were times where shit getting blown up. I'm fucking pants is half gone and shit. Like, yeah, work was cool. Because I don't want to put that stress on her potential losing sleep. Or when I'm not worrying about it. And we have bringing a kid into the world and all that kind of stuff. But, but the, the conversation you and Styles looked at it as I shouldn't choose for her. Mm-hmm. I should, because when she comes to home from work, she's ready to tell me everything. I'm sitting there like, right. well, should we have a day? I'm going to run down on her. Mm-hmm. But me not giving her the opportunity to at least be there for me because I feel like I'm just going to burden and scare her with my worries. Mm-hmm. I feel like hearing the way you guys described it, I'm going to work to be better at that. So talent tip out there. The folks out there think the way that I did or currently do, Give it an opportunity to let them choose and decide. Now, that even that that could even be a conversation. Like if you tell her how your day was, if you could ask her like, like how is that affecting you? If you know if she feel like 
know, like it's, it's good. Like she's good. Then you know, I have this conversation with her. But if she was like, like now, nah, like that keep me worried. You know, there's this thing in your lane where it's like, all right, mm-hmm. it's cool. No, you can still. I I would say what I think. Then you've never done it, right? When you do it, she might. It might never be a burden to her because she probably was always probably really want to know what the fuck happened. Like really, really how was that work? That was cool. It was you know regular work shit. Like yeah, what the work? This happened. So I think when you do do it now, it's gonna be better. Then it's gonna be a burden. If somebody has a burden because she be interested in this to know what you what you want to do. And I feel to label something a burden on somebody else, that's up to you to do that. That's after you tell them something and you watch how they take it. Or do it. Right, exactly. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Or, 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 I mean, essentially, that's how it starts, but also, she could probably be like, you know, say something to you about it, like, or she start acting a little different, like, you know, like, hey, you come home, you're right, you know, like, throwing little stuff that you're like, damn, you know, like, you know, but that's like, you know, you, you'll catch it, it's always going to catch mm-hmm. it. Right, right, right. right. So, you never going to know until you at least get the option. Yeah. You have the option. So, once you get the option, I think, I don't think Becca would probably be on, like, I don't think she. That 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 probably be a better like conversation. Well, it's a little bit different now because I like now I see other people who do the more dangerous options of what I used to do. Nah, so it's not as crazy now, but I go like, back and be like, yo, no back then, no, no, no. You still do that, but, but, but even now, you in a different position. You still tell her like, hey, yo, I I, I had a call and nigga, but oh, so so she watched the show. She gonna hear it. <laughs> you know, she he was holding back. <laughs> so now, when she watched the episode, it's a conversation. Oh yeah, yeah. Episode drop just went there, y'all. All right, come on now. All right, cool. Style, style. I got one real quick. Um, don't settle, settle, settle. Cut yourself short. And I say in the sense of like me, I throughout my life, just be a bit ignorant in a lot of situations and like not like. Caring about things, I don't really care about things like that. Like I missed out opportunities, and like I don't regret them. Like I could have been a firefighter. I took the test. I didn't hear temptation right now. If I really wanted to, I could have figured out make it work. I had a plan to be a CEO, and I I didn't pushed on that. I had multiple. I had multiple good like great careers that I could have chosen, but I choose like just me not 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 to do it just because just me being me. This is the dumb stuff that I. That's why you had no regrets, because you just being you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it is what it is. What's for me is for me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. Right. But I'm just saying, there's other people out there that's not like me. So they might miss the opportunity, and that, that may be it for them. They, they may be like, you know, I, I have multiple opportunities to, like, to do really good in life. I'm still doing pretty okay, but, like, you know, there's other people who get that one shot and go, oh, this don't work. Like, somebody who wanted to be a firefighter who, like, took the time out, took the test, and they failed, and they go, damn. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I don't want to do nothing else. You know, like just keep keep going, keep keep applying. Yeah. But after, don't don't stop going. You know, because I like me, I, me. I'm the type of person I still a lot of I just I probably stuff that I know I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Like yo, I'm like whatever. Let me see. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I just need it. Like it's like because I'm like, what right, you want to do? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nah, but he said that's the thing. Yeah. Nah, no, no. That's me having the entire time about the job I have now. I lied. 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 I
That, but that was a good show, like you said, like tenacity, man. You just got to keep at it. I'm going to roll it Hey, you got this, you got that? Yeah, I got that. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you to you, man. Yeah. No, I'm not thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you didn't know what you're doing. Again. I'm glad you were going to lie. It's a different thing. <laughs> 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 I made it. It's a lie. That's the question. I gave you an answer. I didn't say you poof. I didn't say, yeah, I got that. It's going to go to it, see what happened. Like, this, we're going to it. Like, that's all I have to say. Just yeah. don't, don't stop. Yeah, uh, bring it home, brother. <laughs> I'm still asking this. Dude. Um, something I learned myself, and I have to, I, I spoke about it. I think I, I feel who I spoke about this so fat. Yes, I'm saying, like, uh, I do, because I try, like, to help people out. You don't, it didn't help me the same. Come, come so, um, you know how people say it, you don't want to share good news with people because of the fact that, you worry about the bad energy because you want to put it out to the world. But just like you said, when, you know, you talk with your lady, it's just like, if this trunk don't happen today, yeah, we're going to leave, and tomorrow you get the call. So I can't have realization, like, there's nothing wrong with talking about good things going on with you. It's just the fact you got to be conscious of the people you keep around you. So whatever it is, if it's, it's not worried about If you have bad energy around you, it's your fault because you chose the people you kept around you. Like you, you can talk to your lady, you talked about it. It happened. Mm-hmm. If you got your man around you, your girl around you, and she, I mean, I, it, 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 it's, it's hard, it's a hard truth. Even the person you lay next to sometimes is your worst enemy. But then if you feel so worried, share those type of things, like good news, like you got to have a new job, you got to do these type of things, that's your fault that you can't share those things. And then I even know myself, I don't, I had a long period of time not celebrating myself mm. because I didn't know how to share with things around people. But I realized that if you ain't talking about it, it ain't a celebration anyway. So even the fact that you do something small, like us doing this podcast, even if we didn't have our first recording, we got wrong with talking about it. But then we talked about it amongst these guys, and now who we we, we have now. So a lot of times people tend my my lesson, dad, and tip is just like if you can't share your good energy, then you need to find better people to share with. And those people that surround you ain't the people you need to keep around you. And it's really your fault. You have to take ownership that you can't share shit with nobody. You don't know how to celebrate yourself. It's your fault. And I, have to, I say that because a lesson I learned is a tip that I learned myself that I want to pass on to everybody else. Hey, yeah. that was good. That was good, man. man. Take you home. Yeah, it's a wrap. Listen, man, brother, we appreciate you. I want to say God bless. Yeah. Just continue to be safe. Yeah, yeah. 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 make sure y'all yeah. sure, yeah, um, hit the Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, where can they find you? Brooklyn underscore Nutcracker. Brooklyn underscore Nutcracker. I ship that. I deliver. And if you want to pick up, you can pick up. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm in Flatbush. You know, I got 22 flavors. You know, that's, you know, that's it. That's dope, man. Listen, continue to work safely. Thank you. Listen, man, like you said, it's not an easy choice, but... Oh, and then they still have to do it with me. 
Yeah. Did they do like the firefighter calendars and all that? They do. <laughs> I don't know how they choose or how you audition to do a calendar, but they do. I've, I've seen. Because you should have told me. Once you've done it, you're like, all right. I've seen um, he, one, of my, one of my instructors in the academy, he was, he was on the calendar. <laughs> He brought the calendar in and shit like that. Like, it was just... I ain't gonna lie. Like, yeah, it was like... Well, so the calendar... Calendar. Yeah, man, we had to show it off on the calendar. Nah, so like, yeah, the calendar, yeah. like, they give it to you in house, you give it out, or, like, you can order it. Nah, people order it. Nah, people, they sell them in the... Yeah, they... They can give it out in-house, but people order them and stuff like that. Because, you know... Friday house, they can go there. Yeah, because, you know, you know, you know, these females... You know, the firefighters, you want to act like that, you know? Um, that was cool. But, I'm afraid, you know, cut off. I'm gonna piggyback on, you know, what you said. Um, and, and what you said too, though, but with you, um, like when I got the news that I, you know, I got mm-hmm. to the academy, it was it was a handful of people that I did tell. You know, I couldn't, I didn't feel comfortable sharing it to everybody. Like you said, sometimes there's some bad vibes around you, even though, like you said, it's your fault. But it's like, I like like the close, close ones. You know, I told you know. Yeah. And then once I graduated, and I, I started posting pictures, and I was like, oh shit, I didn't know he was in the academy. You know, so it is sometimes it's hard to open up some. Positive around you because there are some haters around you. Like sometimes you don't even know though that mm-hmm. people are hating around you. So sometimes it sometimes it's, it's cool just to keep it yourself until the finish. You know, when you're going to start a project, it's okay to keep it to yourself until the end. Where it's like, I right, now everybody was like looking at you like, oh, hey, you want? I'm good now. It's good people out there. I'm telling you, when I first was looking for a house, we was excited. We told a couple people we didn't get the house that mm-hmm. we wanted. And then once we stop talking about it, we got it right. That's how people find out. Like when yeah. you find out, you're like, why are you telling me? Because like, people, I'm not saying you're not listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, nobody. I didn't even tell my mom, my dad, nobody. So never know. But you know, it is that without me going so far with it, is just that I think some people are so militant with that kind of attitude. That they don't know where there's a limitation. You know the fact you're talking to somebody. Like you did it with tears. So that's that's that energy that you need. You're talking with people that's gonna help you. A lot of times here, I ain't staring nothing, and you don't know when to turn that back on to celebrate yourself. And I was having that conversation. I don't I went so long and not celebrating myself because I'm so busy not speaking. But again, you don't celebrate without speaking about yourself. A lot of people don't like speaking about yourself, but they run with it. I mean, I get the energy thing. You just you run. With that energy, and then you keep it so self-contained, and then yeah. you know, people like what you said is just like you did do certain things, not you, but that's your your vibe, and then somebody else out there don't think like you. Somebody else like that are thinking, and they really self-contained everything. They don't try to do their own nutcracker company. They don't try to do their own books because they they so worry. I don't want to talk about them, and then they start worrying about failure. And they don't just do it. They end up just being nothing. They just literally just stops right there. After that. Like my Angela said, man, what happens to a dream deferred? Um, look, man, I appreciate you being on the show, brother. Um, listen, everybody at home. Books on Amazon, too. Amazon, man. Go ahead and get the books, man, for the kids, them. We got a lot more coming just now. Um, we'll tune in. See you guys next week when you guys tune in, man. Peace out. Peace.